Hello and welcome to the Good Robot Andy's <laughs> Season 9, Episode 2. Uh, what are you doing? I just absolutely clanked my mic stand. So that's <laughs> at the beginning of the recording. As you're saying hello and welcome to the Good Robot Andy's. I'm going to edit that out so the listener won't even have to listen to that. It's just well, me who had to watch your face. Good, you'll be able to clearly see it on the recording. <laughs> <laughs> hello and welcome to the Good Robot Andy's Season 9, Episode 2, after a um, uh, quite a long mid-season break, because Episode been, 1 was quite exhausting. We've been, uh, well, we've both been on holiday a couple of times, I think, and we haven't yes. managed to get our um, our synergies aligned to do we this. We haven't managed to align our synergies. No, but this week, we most certainly are. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, this, is, yes. this, this, is, this episode is... How on? How does this podcast work? I ask. I say a thing, and then <laughs> my name. My name's Andy well, Balem, That's and it, this yeah, is yeah. oh Andy Cockerill. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a while. And the thing that we're going to talk about tonight is well, this is an interesting one this week because this is something we've both seen again. Actually, although yeah. last time you cunningly tricked me, I pretended. But you pretended you hadn't seen it when actually you had. Yeah. Listener, I knew he'd seen it. <laughs> Yeah, we were, we were only you. we were only fooling you, listeners. <laughs> we were fooling you, but this week we're not fooling you. We have both th- we have both seen this thing. Yes, and we really want to talk about it. And that thing is the thing that we end up talking <laughs> about, talk about at the end of every podcast, <clears throat> or indeed during a podcast. Yeah, The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, specifically The Walking Dead season ten. Yes, which we've just finished. Um, it's on. Uh, for contractual reasons, it's on Disney's Star service, even though they don't own the show. Oh, right. Okay. okay. And it's to do with the Disney-Fox buyout. Right. Uh, so there was a Fox channel on uh, Sky Television <laughs> that, um, because it's Fox, Disney now own the rights to the stuff that was on that channel. And some of the stuff that was on that channel was The Walking Dead. And my uh, foolish son gets Disney+. Plus. <clears throat> pays for Disney Plus out of Christmas presents so that he can watch rubbish Star Wars cartoons. <laughs> and Marvel. Or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm piggybacking on that to watch proper <laughs> television, which is uh, Walking Dead Season 10. And in in seven days from when we're recording, oh, yeah. season Walking 11 Dead starts. Season 11 starts <clears throat> on the same service. So. Yeah, so it's already started in the US, yeah, and it's already right, getting right, right. reviewed. Right. But we get it on the 23rd of August... We get season 11, episode one, which is one of a two-parter, apparently. Right, and we're very excited about that. And it's the final ever season of Walking Dead, although there will be two films, is that right? Yeah, two films starring Andrew Lincoln and possibly Danai Guerrero, because she... Well, we'll we'll go into that, but... Yeah, um, we will. Uh, And uh, there'll also be... um, I was reading today that they're looking at a spin-off anthology show as well. Okay. Because What's the, an anthology know, show? Uh, it means that each episode is self-contained. Okay. Um, there's no arc. There's no story arc. But that that will potentially... I think they want it to feature characters who've been and gone. So okay. we might get to see more of um, David Morrissey's governor, which would be amazing, because he's <laughs> one of the best villains on the show. That kind of thing. So they want to go back and feature characters who've been and gone. Okay. Um, which okay, I'm well, on board with. I, yeah. I'm not really. Okay. Fair enough. Um, so, should we? What What we're going to do tonight is uh, we're going to give like five minutes to each episode because there's a lot we of episodes. A, we need like a, a beeper or something. I'm gonna How are we going to stick to five? Gonna are you going to yeah. do it? Oh, yeah. Well done. Yeah. That's smart. 
Um, so here we go. Uh, timer. <laughs> five minutes for each episode. Five minutes too long. I don't know. Maybe three minutes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, let's do three. Um, it's like Mastermind, this, isn't it? <laughs> Only better. <laughs> even, even, even better than Mastermind. That should be on the tagline. <laughs> the good robot Andes. It's better than Mastermind. Even better. Even better than Mastermind. So, uh, time starts now. We're going in for episode <laughs> one, three, one. two, mm-hmm. which is mm-hmm. episode one of season ten. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Go. Okay, so uh, so the big baddies in this series are the Whisperers. Yes. So we've already met the Whisperers in previous seasons. They yeah. seem almost undefeatable. Were they in? Were they in most of the last season? Were they introduced so. in the season before that, or just the last uh, season? I think I don't just know the last they, one. It might have been like a series cliffhanger of like. Yeah. You know, you know, there was that dramatic moment when a crowd of of zombies turn change direction. That, that might have been the pretty series. dramatic. Yeah. Yeah. That might yeah. have been the series cliffhanger. I might be remembering it wrong. But there was also a horrendous event in the last ser- series where some people were killed in a particularly horrible way by the Whisperers. We're going to try and steer steer right. you away from the the gory stuff that happens because a lot of stuff happens in this show. <laughs> um, and as this is a family-friendly show, we're going to have to be sort of tiptoe around it a little bit. Yeah, but you should be aware, listener, this is not a spoiler-free zone. No. There'll be lots of spoilers for season 10 and inevitably, therefore... Spoilers for other seasons as well. And Fear the Walking Dead as well. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We'll spoil anything we can think of. Anything we can think of, yeah, exactly. So, Although you should try and avoid spoiling Fear the Walking Dead from the series that I haven't watched yet. But. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So um, so this one is set. There's a time jump in this one. Or it, it doesn't say how long. It says months after the winter storm. So things have oh, settled down storm. a bit. Um, that's when uh, Negan saved... Um, uh, Judith. Judith. Judith Grimes. Yeah. Yes, and it was and it was where they went through the Whisperers territory in order to escape when there was a big storm. Yes. Um but but in this show they observe an old Soviet Union satellite crash to the earth within the Whispers boundary, and Michonne agrees to send fire extinguished crews to prevent the fire's spread. Uh but then Carol spots Alpha who is watching her. And that's quite creepy. That. Yeah, yeah, they spot each other across the yeah across a, a vast chasm. Because Carol and Alpha have an axe to grind. Right, Carol has an axe to grind with with Alpha. Alpha is is cool. There's no doubt that. Well, I think the casting of Samantha Morton in this is a masterstroke because she is an amazing actress who right. just immerses herself in this role completely. She's a very scary character. Yeah. She's she seems to have lost her humanity completely. She's deliberately suppressed her humanity. Yeah, in order to do some really horrible things to and other yeah, people. Yeah, she's done it successfully. Yeah, yeah, and uh, and she's yeah. gained the respect of all these people because of it. Yeah, particularly her second in command, Beta or Beta, depending on where you where you live in the world, <laughs> um, who is constantly challenging her authority and but never crosses the line. Because, yeah, he, he's like yeah. a trusted advisor. Like yeah. even when she's really losing it, okay, that he'll always take up. her authority. That one's oh, finished. Yeah. All right, so that was so basically we've we've done the the interesting bits of that episode. Yes, so I'm going to go. Let's move on to the next one. This is so, called uh, "We Are the End of the World." So in this one, we we're in with the whispers for almost yes. the whole episode. Yeah, and 
there is definitely <clears throat> stuff going on within the Whisperers where they're becoming twitchy about Alpha's leadership. Um, and there's a uh, they introduce a new Whisperer character called Gamma, who um, will form part of this story arc of this series. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so, so basically, Gamma's sister is the lady who's who was forced to leave her baby behind. That's really hard to watch. That scene in actually. season nine. Yes, and the and and in a slightly uncourageous bit of writing, the the citizens of um, Alexandria was it rescue yes. the baby. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So um, yeah, they, to make that to make that scene really difficult to watch, no one should have rescued the baby. But no, no, that would have been that would have been maybe for a different show entirely. Maybe not for this one, <laughs> where there's always anyway. some kind of redemption, and so, and it so, frequently does what you expect it to. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I need to talk about that later, like about how some people are invincible and stuff. Okay, no, that's good. I mean, that has um, happened before. Yeah, I mean, it's it's true, and it's been true the whole way through. Yeah. But, um. Uh, and yeah, again, so ga- again Gamma Alpha beca- spots get Carol from a distance. <laughs> right, right, right. In this one. So uh, Gamma becomes Gamma, gets yes. named Gamma, because she, uh, her sister goes to attack Alpha when they're in, out with the walkers. That's right. And Gamma kills her sister, essentially, yeah. to save Alpha, because her sister is kind of weak and is, is acting like a human with emotions. And yep. the whole point of the Whisperers is you need to be like a walker exactly there's a flashback in this episode as well of how alpha met beta and formed the basis of the whisperers oh, uh, is that is the flashback in this episode yeah that's an interesting flashback actually because you see alpha very much in extremis in that episode unable to yeah. cope with what's going on around her um, yes with her daughter lydia who is now living in hilltop i think um, and getting a hard time yeah. from yeah. a group of young yeah. people who think that she doesn't have any loyalty to them. Yeah, so you see a little bit of why Lydia is so traumatised. Yeah, it's, it's, um, and you understand flashback. why. I have yeah. very little tolerance for flashbacks in Walking Dead because I, they're not progressing the story and I really, really want the story to get on with it. But I thought the flashbacks in this series, including this one, yeah, I was really interested. The, the alpha-beta yeah. relationship forming... But it's really cool. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah, it definitely works. It um, turns out that Beta is a famous country singer. Yeah, and in I looked up the actor, and actually he is actually a singer primarily, right. rather than right, an right, actor. Right. So, um, uh, so that makes makes sense, I suppose. Mm-hmm. They kind of base that on his real life persona. He doesn't do a great deal of acting. No, not really. Um, okay, episode three. Mm-hmm. This one is called Ghosts. Um, yeah, yeah. This is an interesting one. It's kind of a um, a linking episode. This, I think. Right. Yeah. So this walkers uh, keep walkers keep attacking Alexandria, and they assume it's it's the um, the whispers doing it. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering if they had the confrontation with the whispers yet. No, they haven't. No, not yet. Uh, but so, Negan but- uh, saves Aaron. In this right, episode, yes. uh, because Erin um, gets hit with hogweed accidentally, kills a whisperer, and the whisperer is covered in hogweed, mm. which is highly, highly toxic. Yeah, so they're having a really crotchety argument, and Negan has finally persuaded someone to let him be part of the defence yeah. of the community, and then him and Erin are, are grumpily <laughs> fighting 
very uh, walkers, yes. not, not helping each other kind of thing. No, exactly. And then, yeah, this incident happens, and you assume, you're supposed to assume Negan has disappeared, but actually he's there and he rescues Aaron. Yeah, in a very Negan-like way. Yeah. He takes him to a shack and then sits watching him as he as his vision clears. <laughs> just for the cool. Yeah, just looking cool. Um, oh, and this is where they confront the whispers. It's in this episode, isn't it? Yes. Carol tries to kill Alpha yeah, after so they, she they... boasts about Henry's death. So Henry was Carol's adopted son. Yeah, so they they arranged to meet up with the whispers in order to talk about the fact that, that our heroes keep going into the whispers territory and, That's right. and the whispers are annoyed. That's pretty intense actually. They yeah. have this they have this border confrontation. Alpha is like really asserting her alphaness and then she starts bragging and Carol tries to kill her. And yeah, Michonne like stops her. Like that was quite a good opportunity to just kill Alpha. Yep. But they stop her because they want they want peace kind of thing. Yeah. Which, looking at what happens in the rest of this series, was probably a mistake. Yeah, I mean, if you could just finish off Alpha, it probably would have helped. Probably, yeah. Yeah. But Um, what we're not supposed to think that we're supposed to think, oh, Carol is driven by the need for revenge and not acting responsibly. But she does more of that in this season. Yeah, that's what that's still to come. Yeah, she gets a further opportunity to put them all in peril at least twice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, episode four. Silence the Whisperers. This is an interesting one. Um, so at Hilltop, a tree collapses and knocks down the wall. And yeah. um, and again, we suspect it's the Whisperers who've done yes. it, but we don't really know. Um, Lydia is attacked by the Alexandrians who are giving her a hard time. Yeah, that's horrible, that. Yeah, it really is horrible. And Negan saves her, her yep. and advises what? her to watch her back. That's her actual, his words to her. Right. You should watch your back. Because um, he, what's Negan know, doing out of his cell? Um, well, he's kind of helping out and being generally. Oh, was he allowed out at this? He's point? allowed out at this point, okay, yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, but he kills one of the attackers in the process, and then he goes back in his cell. But but then he goes missing, so he's managed to escape. Um, and the, oh, we also found out that this? Ezekiel. Maybe we don't find out now, but Ezekiel has cancer. Oh, yeah, we find that out a bit later. Okay. Um, but he's depressed and Michonne stops him yeah. jumping off a... That's cliff. right. Um, so, interesting thing about this episode, or about the whole series, the title sequence changes gradually throughout the series. Oh, does it? I hadn't noticed that. And this episode is called Silence the Whisperers, and at, right. at some point in the title sequence, that is graffitied on, on a wall, and that's because people are getting more and more... Um, anti-Lydia yes, and because of what all the Whispers are doing and they, they write Silence the Whispers I think it is but we find um, out later in the series who did that oh of course we do yeah yeah. 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 so <clears throat> but yeah th- throughout the series the titles subtly change right and um, in really nice ways actually like there's a bit where there was a there was a walker like it's similar titles to the previous series and there was it, the camera turns around. There's a walker walking, but then in the, in this series, at various points, it, it's actually a whisperer. You can see from the back of its head. Oh, okay. And then later on, there's more and more of them appearing in that shot. That's and nice. Yeah, so a few things changed. Quite a few things changed. See, it's nice. See, that's because I skipped the titles. I shouldn't do that. Ah, uh, yeah. Don't yeah. skip the titles. Don't skip the titles. I think this these whole titles where stuff is growing and like the, basically nature is reclaiming the world. Yeah, that's really interesting. Yeah. Really cool. Yeah. 
And it, yeah. it, it's evident in the special effects as well in this whole series. Yeah, and, so and I think the in the previous, previous one... Everything um, is being overtaken by green. In the previous one, I think at the after the time jump, we see Michonne see a, uh, a zombie, a walker, that's attached to a tree and has got a bird, bird's nest growing on it. It's just become part of the background. Um... Andy B has disappeared. I'm just going to carry on. I might try and reconnect to the service. Ah. Hello. I'm still rolling. Are you still rolling? I'm still rolling, yeah. <clears throat> oh, I just reconnected. Right, yeah, I refreshed as well. I don't know. Um, so, uh, next episode is episode five. Already. Uh, this is What It Always Is. And. Oh, this is. Um, this is one of the characters that was um, pulled into the show last season, Kelly, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. who is um, losing her hearing. <clears throat> Uh, but she's found by Daryl, Connie, and Magna, and there, there are, Connie and Magna are a couple of other characters who came in last season as well. Mm -hmm. And and so Kelly is not the the person who's already deaf; she's no. losing her hearing. Yes, but tr she's trying to learn sign language mm. from the girl who is um, hearing impaired. Um, but here, Aaron uh, encounters Gamma, an officer <clears throat> bandages after she cuts her hand. Yeah, so there's a, there's like a river which forms the boundary of their territory, and yeah. they, they kind of bump into each other. And it, if I understand it right, she is actually at that point um, sabotaging the water supply. Yes. For, um, for where is it? For Hill? No, oh, Alexandria maybe. Alexandria. Anyway, one one of the communities <clears throat> by like killing walkers in the stream. Yes, and then letting their guts um, spill into the water, which is pretty disgusting. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah so. She's cut her hand and then he offers her bandages and things and it's all it's a whole like, you know, we're nice people. <laughs> Why don't you hang out with us type thing? Yeah, which you just know is not gonna work out in the way that you think it will, or maybe it won't. <laughs> <clears throat> and then meanwhile Negan is um Negan has got out because we don't know how, but he's disappeared from his cell. So we see a bit of Negan out. Oh, he meets up with this kid Brandon. And that yeah, this was a bit <laughs> I don't know. Something something felt a bit wrong about this whole thing. Okay. I think Brandon just wasn't very good or something. But Brandon yeah, wasn't so basically, great. Yeah. There's this this plot that they kind of um, um, pulled out of nowhere. Like there was no real sign of it. But they, yeah. it turns out some people are like still worshiping Negan and think he's great. Yeah. And actually, it turns out to be just this bloke, as far as we can tell. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody else is doing that, are they? So he's like hero worshiping him. Thinks he's very great, and he's like. So Brandon is trying to kind of impress him, and Negan, after a while, Negan's just like, just go away. Just go away, you're so annoying, yeah. Um, and then, all in the same episode, Brandon then, uh, well, Negan gets to know this this um, mother and son who've somehow miraculously survived through the whole zombie apocalypse on their own. Yeah, um, yeah. He gets to know them, and like he really likes the kid, and he's like trying to be a nice bloke to, and trying to defend them. Uh, and then Brandon... While, while Negan's not there, Brandon comes and kills them both to try and impress Negan. And then Negan beats him to Negan death. Negan kills him. Because <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it turns yeah. out, this is all part of the whole Negan thing of, you know, Negan did what was necessary um, 
you know, he appeared to be this bloodthirsty leader because that's what he thought was needed in order to lead that community. And yeah. actually, he's just a guy trying to get along. Time's up. Thing. Time's up for that one. But let's just go to the end of the episode. Right, right, right. Which is um, that Negan crosses into the Whispers' territory on purpose and is attacked by Beta. 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 And Beta. then uh, uh, also Ezekiel uh, reveals that he's got cancer. Yes, that's right. Thyroid cancer, yeah. He's going to die. Okay, chapter six. Bonds. Bonds. So, Carol and Daryl, that rhymes so nicely, you just have to say <laughs> it like that, set out to destroy Alpha's Walker Horde. After Carol captures a whisperer, Daryl becomes sceptical of Carol's intentions. And he should as well. Mm. So running through this whole series, they, there's this horrible threat of the, the whisperers are no longer leaving us alone. They've started doing these kind of low-level attacks, setting walkers on us. Mm. And so Carol's getting impatient because Carol does not like things to be left <laughs> unresolved. So she's saying we've got to go and get rid of this huge horde of walkers that the whisperers have got because they're going to use it on us. Yeah. And no one else wants to do that, but, but she kind of persuades Daryl it's got to be done, which is classic Carol. She has to go off and sort things out. Yeah, she has to go off and do something that's going to kick something much bigger off. Yeah, <laughs> she has to cause disaster. Disaster, yes. <laughs> yep. uh, this is yep. an interesting one because the first time we see Eugene, who I, I find Eugene fairly irritating as a character. Yeah, yeah. Um, his his speech patterns don't work on a TV show. They're more a cartoon thing, I think. Yeah, I think he would work very well as a as an irritating cartoon character or a figure <laughs> yeah. of fun. But in a TV show, he's just too verbose for, for this show. You know, this show that manages to get by on grunting and pointing most of the time. But Eugene yeah, well, just he, talks too much. He won me over a bit. You know, where in, at times where he he was he really failed because he was a he was a coward, and yes. then somehow they walk they worked it back that he's still accepted and things. Yeah, I found that complex and interesting. But yeah, okay. his verbal patterns are pretty irritating. But this is the first time we see him talking to an unknown community over the radio, which he yeah. doesn't tell anybody about. Which is really unwise. Really, and really they, silly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because I'm pretty sure if he did say to them anybody, they'd say, stop talking to them. <laughs> this or, person or seems or, much you know, too nice, you know. Or even, like, we should contact them, but we should just be cautious about it. Like, don't keep stuff a secret. Yeah, yeah. So he's They're secretive. your people, man. He's silly and secretive and that might be a problem. Yeah. Uh, however, Negan is tested by Beta in this so episode. So Negan is now... So Negan got captured, but somehow not killed by the Whisperers, surprisingly. And yeah. now he's trying to... He's wheedling his way into uh, the Whisperer community. And we don't know whether that's just to survive or what, you know, what he's We don't doing. know what his agenda is, but Negan doesn't do anything without a reason these days. Or without a sneaky... Like a, 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 long a defiant game. grin. Yes. <laughs> so he's constantly trying to get himself killed by Beta. Like he's got no common sense about no, just keeping his head all. down. No, nothing at all. I mean, yeah, he, the fact that he survives is incredible, really. Yeah. Because yeah, Beta's yeah, about complete, 10 feet tall. And yeah. basically tosses it's, Negan around like a matchstick in this episode. Yeah, it's not feasible. No, not like, really. Alpha uh, wouldn't tolerate that kind of... No. Stuff. No, but he wins over Alpha and vows his um, loyalty to her. Yeah. Which is an interesting one. Um, okay, chapter seven. Open your eyes. Okay, so they captured a Whisperer. Yep. Um, I don't remember how. And yeah, the Whisperer mentions that Alpha killed her own daughter, like she's so cool. 
Yeah. And then they're like, uh, she didn't. No, she's, she's here. She's with us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, but then just when they're sort of starting to make progress, maybe they're going to send him back to Whispers to, um, to spread the word. Yep. Uh, he gets killed by Dante. No, Dante is a Whisperer, right? Dante, so we don't know this yet. No, okay. But You've spoiled I thought we, it. I thought we did know this. No, no, no. We, we find it out next episode. Damn it. Okay, so I've just given away that's the okay. next episode. Um, yeah, but it, it turns out he's a whisperer, and that's why he killed. He killed okay, uh, so quite a lot happens in this episode, actually. Um, so Gamma meets Aaron at the border, where she holds him at knife point. Mm-hmm. Um, so they've been meeting yeah. at the border fairly regularly. So yeah. this, this it then goes a bit south. So Carol and Lydia arrive. She realizes that Lydia's still alive. So that's kind of breaking Gamma's faith that Alpha is. Yep. Really did what she good. said she did. But Lydia's really cross about this. <clears throat> yep. And she then, doesn't like being used. Uh, at the end of the episode, uh, Sadiq, who I think has been a character that you can see is going <laughs> to, you know, die horribly in the, at some point because well, he just can't hold it together. The thing about Sadiq is that he 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 seemed like a really uh, nice character who never really got any yeah. plots. Really, he was just the dependable nice yeah. guy. He's just too dependable and nice to survive in a show like this. <laughs> Um, but so he, he suddenly, finally, after like how many episodes, he finally recognises Dante as a whisperer who was there at the massacre. Right. Um, and I, yeah. I, I found that really, I don't know whether it was something up with the editing or I was just a bit sleepy, but I I didn't understand what was going on when Sadiq realised he's right. a whisperer. Yeah. Uh, and then they have a fight and and Dante yeah. kills Dante, Dante um, strangles Sadiq to death, which is quite nasty. Yeah, um, and I was really sad because I really liked Sadiq. That's right. Yeah, I li- I liked him, but, but yeah, as I said, was he was too vanilla for a show like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was just even from the moment they met him, it was just ah, oh, it will be useful to have a doctor. Yeah, and he seems a really nice chap, and that's basically his him. character. <laughs> He's definitely going to die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Exactly. Um, so yeah, a, yeah, a lot happens in that one. So Lydia's run off into the woods. Yep. She's run off. Next, I like Lydia, by Sorry. the way. Yeah, I like Lydia. I think she, um, the actress who plays her, plays it very well. Yeah. Um, episode eight: The World mm-hmm. Before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So Dante's identity as a whisperer spy is finally exposed after he attacks Rosita. And then when they realise all the recent stuff that's been going wrong was all down to him. Him, yeah. So he's been poisoning Including the water supply. Poisoning water. So, yep. so just plot clarification. Yes. I thought Gamma was poisoning the water, but it turns out he's like turned one of the taps from clean to dirty yep. and then bent it around so it looks like it's unclean yep. or something. And nobody's noticed, yeah. So like, yeah. so what was Gamma doing? <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> I just so, don't get it. That's anyway. a, that, plot, that plot thing with Gamma cutting walkers open at the river doesn't really go anywhere. Yeah, maybe that was going to be a thing and it never was. Maybe, yeah. Um, interestingly, this is directed by John Dahl, who is... Uh, who made a rather wonderful movie called The Last Seduction a long time ago, but um, of late has just been directing loads of stuff like this and The Sopranos and things like that back in the day. He's a fantastic TV director. Right, and then a random character and a random plotline happened basically just because they want to get rid of Michonne. Yeah. Yeah, Michonne... Um, uh, Yeah, so uh, big spoilers here. Michonne gets written out in this series. Yeah. But this is the beginning of that. Um, very odd way. 
Yeah, very odd way because she doesn't really go out in a blaze of glory. But we'll go. No. We'll, we'll go on to yeah, that. Yeah. yeah, we'll talk about that. So anyway, this bloke turns up and says, "Oh, um, we've got weapons." Yeah, and <laughs> like she's they like, think he's a whisperer, but then they're like, "Okay, we'll, we'll have those weapons." Yeah. So they go off in a boat to an island, and that comes later. But they they go off. Do they actually go off in this one or not? I don't know. Yes, they do. Uh, yeah, I think so. And then meanwhile, something that really confused me happens with a big group of, of people, Daryl and Carol and, and a load of the kind of minor characters. Yeah, loads of characters, yeah. They go off to look for the Horde again. Cause yep. I, what, happened to, what happened when Daryl and Carol so they just didn't find the Horde or something? They didn't. So what happened was this. Gamma said to Aaron that the Horde would be in this location... And they weren't. Yeah. And when they got there, there was nothing to be seen. So they started to think that Gamma was talking rubbish. Oh, no, yeah, that's in this episode. But I'm talking about, you know, in the other episode where Daryl and Carol went and looked before? Oh, yeah. They just didn't find... Oh, they, they spotted something... They spotted something, so they, but it was a long way away. Yeah, so they didn't actually go and do anything. They no. just spotted it. Yeah. No. So this episode, they they don't spot the Horde. Then um, Carol spots Alpha and starts chasing after her, even though, like, that's completely stupid. Completely And then stupid. everyone else, even more stupidly, follows her instead of just allowing her to go to her death. And they, they get lured into a cave. Yes. And and they the Horde are in there. Yep. That's actually or, pretty effective. That's where the Horde mm-hmm. are, are all basically waiting in that cave to be released. I tell you what, even though I was kind of slightly annoyed by the whole plot line... When they're jumping across lumps of rock Very with effective. the horde around them, yep. I was on that, the, literally on the that, edge of that's my the seat, next episode. gripping. Let's do that one now. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah. sorry. This is called Squeeze, episode nine. Mm. Um, so they're, they're in yeah. a cave. They've got to jump over some things for it. And yeah, one of them's injured reasons. as well. Yeah, which yeah, is yeah. Even so it's more, totally It's very intense. That they would make very it. intense. No one, no one dies, right? And it's like, oh, come on. Someone would have died. Yeah, someone would have fallen in there and been torn, torn apart, but that doesn't happen. Um, so in this episode, there is a wonderful um, uh, a tribute made to James Cameron's Aliens. Okay, I didn't spot that. Towards the end of the episode, when uh, they're almost out, and mm-hmm. um, somebody—it's the 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 big guy with the beard—is the last man in the cave right. he's he's you know he's a bit big so he's kind of got a bit squeezed in there oh jerry yeah, yeah jerry yeah. and he puts a torch behind him and there's like walkers crawling behind mm-hmm. him which was very much like the scene in aliens where they're crawling right, the right, ceiling right, right. Towards yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. i thought this i thought this episode was really good uh, they really make good tense. use of the um the very tight quarters that they're in uh, yeah, that it was really tense. Very yeah. tense, I, and thinking, how are they going to get out of this now? Yeah, there's a lot of major, yeah, and when, major and minor characters in this cave. I thought Jerry. I thought there was no way Jerry was. Making yeah, me it. too. I thought he was done. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they um, all make it. They all make it. But then, what happened? Someone turns around or something. Or? So Connie and Magna get trapped inside the cave. So there's a, there's some dodgy dynamite in the cave. Which Carol, so it's, it's Carol's fault again, again. Carol again takes it to try and blow up the walkers. Yeah, so she drops she drops the dynamite down into where all the horde are. Yeah, and that sets off a chain reaction in this old mine, which is very rickety and falling apart. So that ends up with Connie and Magna trapped, and I can't really track in my head whether they ever get out or whether that's the last we see of them. Uh, they do get out. We see them later on. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And they both survived, which again is completely yes. unfeasible. <laughs> unfeasible. Uh, but at the end of the episode, uh, 
Alpha becomes sceptical of Gamma's loyalty after Negan suggests that she might be a spy. So it's classic Negan, right? Yeah. He's got himself in there. Play everybody up against to, each other, yeah. Yeah, he's starting yeah. to wheedle his way in. Yeah. And, and there's something about him that makes you not kill him. Yeah. And instead he ends up in charge. So Alpha uh, sends Beta to track Gamma down. And at the end of the episode, in a scene that is so weird... Yeah. <laughs> that will probably, you know, a thousand um, slash fiction people to write stuff about this. Alpha rewards Negan for his intel in a way that is very intimate. <laughs> yeah. And, and she and, keeps and her because... mask on all the time. And oh, he says, yeah. are you going to take the mask off? And she says something and he says, well, you know what? It's kind of doing it for me <laughs> in the way that he does things. Well, because she's so creepy, just generally, it's yeah, it's creepy. it's very creepy. Uh, so that's episode nine. Episode ten is called Stalker. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're mid, we're sort of mid season now, aren't we? I think. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, and especially because there's a weird ending to this season, so we're kind of past halfway. Yeah, they tacked. So they tacked some episodes on during pandemic because it wasn't supposed to be as long as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, so. So in this one, Gamma is Gamma's now become. She's now run away from. Yeah, she's run away from them. She arrives at Alexandria to inform the group of what happened in the cave. Uh, She's being honest with them, but Gabriel and Rosita lock her in a cell. Obviously, as you would. As you would. Yeah. Um, So meanwhile, Daryl is like desperately searching for the two who. Oh yeah, this is an interesting one. Yeah. In a cave. Um. So Daryl yeah, and he Alpha, runs into Alpha. They get they get into a fight and Daryl gets critically in fact they both get quite badly wounded. Mm. Oh yeah, and there's a kind of dreamy sequence where Yeah, which is very effective. Yeah. She's she's still in her Whisperer costume so she, and she attracts some walkers to, That's right. to finish off yeah. Daryl. Yeah. But but Daryl is indestructible. Daryl is indestructible, yeah. So can we talk about how Daryl's indestructible? And I like I've often experienced Walking Dead with Daryl in as Ah, oh, at least I don't have to worry because I know Daryl's indestructible. Yeah, but he gets shot, some, he gets blown yeah. up. He gets but at some points in this series, I felt like, ah, oh, there's not actually much tension because no. Daryl is indestructible. Like, I, I finally tired, I think, of of Daryl being indestructible and was like, <laughs> actually, where is the peril here? Yeah. Because he can never die. He never dies. Because he's, he's too good great. a character. I love him so much. He's so hardcore. Because... He's everything that your your um, my pathetic inner man wants to be, right? Yeah. He's like he grunts. He's he's rough. He barely he's, speaks. He's yeah. He and when he's cross about something, he just goes silent and goes hunting in the woods for two years. <laughs> That's right, and then comes back. Yeah, and he, he doesn't, doesn't need say anyone. He doesn't say anything when he comes back. You know, what, somebody asks yeah. him, he's like, okay. <laughs> and, my, but he my always. The other thing about Daryl is he always makes the right decision yeah like the right moral choice yeah yeah every time he never fails he never dies he never fails and that even though i love him that is a problem right because <laughs> he always a, makes the a, right decision yeah yeah and if you look at some of the wonderfully flawed characters so many of them almost all of them we're running out of weaknesses. time for this episode sorry, should we talk sorry, about sorry, what sorry. happened that's okay sorry um so in this one Oh yes, yeah. So we find out who put the silence, the silence, the whisperers on the wall. Right. Um, it was Beta. 
So Beta has found a way into Alexandria. They've been tunneling in there. Right. Um, oh, I didn't realise this. And um, he's the one who put that on there. So he attacks Rosita uh, mm-hmm. in Alexandria, which is quite a shocking moment as you realise they can just get oh. in there. Yeah, it's really scary that this yeah. place that was quite safe and suddenly Beta, who is really quite a scary Oh, well, Judith Grimes shoots him point blank and he survives because he's wearing a vest. <laughs> Judith, can we talk about how G- yes. Judith is such a great actor? Yeah, she's fantastic, isn't she? She's another character who will never make a wrong choice at any point in no. the show, which is maybe, maybe she's, it's okay. But. She's kind of bonded with Negan as well after he rescued her. Yeah. Well, Negan loves kids. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I mean, he had this. He had a, a slightly creepy relationship with Carl, has yeah. to be said. But it's the same thing, that he, he, he wants to be a kind of mentor to them. Yeah. And he lets, he lets them off the leash in a way their parents don't and stuff. Yeah. But in this, the end of this episode, Alpha recovers and declares she is now stronger than ever. <sighs> Which is not going to end well, let's face it. <laughs> so, episode 11... <laughs> Morning you can already star. feel things are falling apart for the Whisperers because, like, Gamma's, Gamma's left them and has gone over to the other side. And Gamma's left them. Beta's becoming increasingly twitchy towards Alpha. Yeah. And Carol's dropped a bomb on the Horde. We don't really know the state of the Horde, but no. it must have damaged them. Um, so episode 11 is called Morning Star. Mm-hmm. So um, this woman that um, Eugene's been talking to finally reveals her name to be Stephanie. Mm-hmm. And every time I heard that, I thought of Short Circuit... <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful Stephanie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Johnny I, Five I need like, input. So we haven't actually even at the end of the series we haven't found Stephanie, right? No. no. So I feel like Stephanie is way too good to be true. Absolutely. Know, so yeah. Something is coming. Something's coming there, something's but. wrong. Yeah. Um so they plan to meet in a week's time. Mm-hmm. But meanwhile, Alpha and the Whisperers, with Negan's help, attack Hilltop. With a horde. Yeah, really a devastating attack. A devastating that, attack, yeah. Using a massively unfeasible Petrol fire bombs. weapon yes. that they've that they've made from tree sap. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense. I didn't realise that tree sap was that flammable. But maybe no, but it is. Yeah, maybe it is. They they utterly destroy Hilltop yep. by firing these flaming um things. Yep. And, so they're not prepared and sending for that walkers. at all. Yeah, they've got so their they th- um, they've got their like Roman um, legion. Uh, sorry, the hilltop folks have their Roman legion defense, but that's not a defense against fire. Which what's and good. actually this this series I believe opens with them training. Yes, that's right. It does. Yeah, and the very beginning of season one, yeah. uh, uh, episode season, one. Yeah, they um, yeah they're training how to handle walkers, which reminds me a little bit of um, uh, World War Z, where the the he oh, talks in World yes. War Z the book yes the book about military tactics that they, you know had to completely change the way they fight wars oh they talk about um, that don't they yeah about the kind of weapons the they initially use on them are completely useless yeah because they you try and blow them up them. doesn't really work so they end up with lines of um of people shooting them like in like in Zulu um the sort of yeah yeah the old fashioned wars yeah yeah. Um, yeah, well, this reminds you me a bit of that. You know, they use the shields and they they kind of they take they take out waves one at a time. So the whisperers burn the community. They begin to burn the community using flammable tree sap. Yeah, flammable tree sap. That's right. That's famous. Yeah. Petrol bomb making mechanism. Um, so yeah, you know, again, oh, Daryl reconciles with Carol. 
again in this episode. Yeah, because he will always forgive her. I don't know how her. many times he's done that. Too many. Because he loves her. He does love her. I mean, I there's a few scenes in this where you think, come on, we're near the end of the series now. You two have to get together at some point before this whole thing oh, I think ends. they're past that. I think they've moved forward. They, they had the potential romance. Right. And it's a gone. A long now time they're ago. Like, yeah. And now they're like brother and sister or mother and son or something. Right. And right, they, right, right, right. they just have this total bond that will never break. Yeah. Okay. He will, he, will, he will be loyal to her no matter what she does. Episode 12. Walk with us. So, so Hilltop Hilltop has been destroyed. Yes, completely destroyed. Burned to the ground. Um, the survivors like scatter everywhere. So um, Judith um kills a whisperer. Oh yeah, so is that probably her first human that she's first human, killed? yeah. Yeah. Uh, Magnet she's, we've seen her cave. gradually getting better at fighting through this. Yes. You know, she's been she's been taking out um uh, the walkers pretty effectively. Gamma dies in this episode, which is a shame. But I could see that coming, though. Right, right, right. Um, after getting the children to safety, Earl succumbs to a walker bite and is put down by Judith. Yeah, that's a tough episode. It is tough stuff that happens in this one. Mm. Uh, and this Judith's is the so point great. where we see Negan's long game. Yes. Finally. So that's what really hap- what's really happening in this. What's really happening... Uh, so Negan lures Alpha to a cabin after, after falsely claiming that Lydia is inside and then he kills her. Uh, yeah. And then he is approached by Carol who says, well, it took you long enough. And then, yeah, and then it took him too ends. long, right? Yeah, it took him too long. the point yeah. is, he's the, he, he was totally complicit and helped them in destroying Hilltop. Yes, in order to kill um, Alpha. It turns out, yeah, it was because it was all... He, he had to... He felt that he, he didn't have an opportunity to kill Alpha until after that. So we then uh, find out that it was Carol that let him go in a bargain. Yes. Which was, they're going to kill you in here. You realise that, don't you? But I could let you go and you could become a hero. Yeah, and then so maybe if, they'll let you live. Exactly. So yeah. it's... it's And it, to be fair, that is completely logic in, in Walking Dead, right? So Carol herself was banished from the community. Yeah, for being a, too a bit, hardcore. Well, she killed some people who were just uh, just ill. She did, yeah. Was that the, was prison, really, the prison episode? Yeah, yeah, it was really out of order. She, she like, dragged them out into the courtyard at the back and slit their throats. Yeah. And, and... Uh, yeah, it was, it was it, pretty It was unpleasant. just for being ill. Yeah. Pretty unpleasant. Um, but, so, yeah, yeah, so, anyway, she was let back in because she did something useful to the community. Of course. I don't remember what. Yeah. And it, it happens to a lot of people. It does. Yeah. It does. It could be you, Negan. It could. If you just kill kill Alpha and bring me her head. Which he does. Which he does. Which he does. Yeah. That's right. In now, that's different from the comic books. Okay. Um, so, have you read the... the well, I, no, I haven't read it, but I, I do know what happens. Um, so, he does kill her in the comic books. Mm-hmm. But in the comic books, um, he takes her head to Rick. Whoa. In fact, his words are, well, Rick's going to love you, and then takes <laughs> takes her to Rick. So Rick is still around in the comic books. Oh, I see. Yeah. He doesn't get written out in the comic books like he does oh, in the I didn't... show. Yeah, I guess you don't have to worry about the actor. No. Exactly. Oh, I didn't realise he was still around. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, episode 13. Mm-hmm. What We Become... So it's boring, boring, boring stuff at the naval base. Very boring. So Michonne arrives at the naval base with this guy, Virgil, 
who is not trustworthy at all. Obviously, yeah. Um, but she realises it's a trap. He locks her up. He gives her hallucinogenics. Mm. She has um, visions of Andrea, Sadiq, and what her life would have been like if she had sided with Negan. Now, that's actually quite nicely done um, in this episode. Right. <clears throat> I don't remember it much. Because it you see totally that... totally relevant to me. She see, you see that Michonne could quite easily have gone to the other side. Right. Uh, if the opportunity arose, or if her life went that way, because she was very much all about surviving. Yes, for a long time. That's right. Yeah, uh, but this is the episode where Michonne gets written out. Um, so she she chases Virgil. She escapes. She chases Virgil to the armory. But there, she finds evidence that Rick might still be alive. She finds some yeah, of so his belongings there. So it turns out there's no weapons at all. It's no, all just a nothing. big lie. It's all a big I lie. I can't. I have no idea. What Why Virgil did he was do doing. that? No. Um, I think he, there's some yeah. weak story that he's he's locked them all up. Why is it? Because he's worried that they'll see that he's mad, or I don't. Like, why is I mean, he's he locked is, up other people on this island? Yes, there are other people in in another cell. Yeah. I just can't figure out why. Yeah, this anyway. this episode is not great. <laughs> anyway, um, she finds out that yeah that she finds a book or something that looks like it was Rick's or. Yes, she does find some of his stuff. Yeah. Right. 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 Um. So she then contacts Judith via walkie-talkie to tell her she's going to go looking for Rick. And given the way sometimes Walking Dead drags out farewells, yeah. this feels very rushed. Very rushed, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm going, okay, bye, gone. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, she has to phone up Judith to say, um, you know, I found evidence that your dad's alive. And Judith has to say, okay, I give you permission to go look for him. Mm. And that's, you know, the, it's the bare minimum, basically, that they yeah. do, isn't it? That's right. So my... Um, my theory on this is, there's a, is that Michonne is going to be in the movies. Right, right, right. right. Um, and that's why she was written out now. Um, because they're, going to, they're looking to shoot those movies quite soon, if, even if they've started already. Right, okay. <coughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think Michonne is an interesting character. I think sometimes she's been amazing. Yes. And sometimes she hasn't been very good. Yeah. You know, so yeah. when, when it's kind of emotional stuff... Stuff with Judith and things. Mm-hmm. It's been sort of barely passable. But her her, her um, action movie and, you know, her yeah. choreography when, and stuff like that is rock solid. When she's been being cool and, and killing people, she's good. But also when she's, like, uh, suffering emotionally right, and stuff. She's right, good at right. that. Yes. But the whole being yes. nice thing. Yeah, she's not great really. at being nice, is she, Michonne? <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, some people can, some people can't. Indeed. Uh, so, episode 14. Look okay, at the so flowers. Is, sorry, so look at the flowers includes the re- reveal that Carol freed Negan. So yes. I think we did that a bit early. We did that a bit early, yeah. Um, um, so, and then there's some yeah. real struggling in Carol's head in this episode um, where there, there's like a, a false alpha in her head, like taunting her and like telling her that she's an awful person. Yeah, that's right. Um, Negan then meets Daryl. Who's like, where have you been? And yeah. <laughs> and and he tries to convince him that he killed Alpha and that it was all Carol's idea. And you know, Daryl's not having any of that. You know, he doesn't believe a word of it. Mm-hmm. But they they get attacked. They get attacked by Whisperers, and they try to appoint Negan as their new Alpha. Mm-hmm. And this, to me, this sums up why Negan is good. And it, you, you might have some doubts about that, which we'll talk about. But okay, um, the, in this scene where they say you're the new Alpha, blah blah blah, and 
Negan is Negan starts sort of bragging yeah. over Daryl. Yeah. And you're thinking you're desperately hoping, Negan, come on, you're still on our side, blah blah blah, this is all fake. But I, there was serious doubt in my mind about how how that was going to play he, out. He, he was yeah. actually maybe he would start just leading the whispers. Yep. And he doesn't. He he kills the whispers, and that kind of convinces Daryl that he's yeah. And then lets Daryl go. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He's he's on, he's all right. But um, I really didn't know. So that was that's the bit of Negan that I like. That you can never quite be sure what he's going to do next. So in this episode, also we see Beta's past identity as a famous country singer. Mm-hmm. Um, he puts on one of his records to lure a horde to his location. This reminds me. I won't spoil it, but this episode, the way that he, 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 he kind of walks through this episode as if he's in a dream. Mm. Like he's gathering this great army, and and in a, th- it, it ought to be like I'm going to go and crush everyone. And, but you know that in some sense it's his swan song. Yes, uh, that he is going to be destroyed in this. Yes, absolutely. And it really reminds me of. Um, I've forgotten the name of the series where they say I I the detective oh, series I I drugs The Wire yeah The Wire yeah. There's, a, there's a bit in The Wire which I won't spoil where one of the most awesome characters oh Omar is, is the, oh you're spoiling it damn it <laughs> I know the episode you mean though yeah. yeah yeah where he is he looks like he's on this kind of um this great kind of victorious destruction, but you can tell right from the beginning this is this, this is, is the end, and not yeah. and not the victory. Yeah, um, it reminded me of that bit. No doubt, Be- Peter is <laughs> gathering this um, no this doubt. army. Yeah, um, but somehow you know Alpha's gone, Gamma's gone. Yep, he's not got long left. That's right. Um. So Beta then skins Alpha's face and attaches it to his mask. <laughs> Which I didn't get at all. I only got that by reading Wikipedia. I didn't realise. No, I didn't realise that happened, yeah. Um, so and I saw his, his face, his mask was torn, but I didn't realise he'd put yeah. Alpha's face on. Uh, episode 15, The Tower. This is, so pretty, also, this is quite cool, actually, this one, I think. So, yeah, so we should explain... Well, I guess this we can just explain it now as part of 15, but also in 14, they... Um, Ezekiel and oh yes, Eugene and Yumiko. Uh, they go to meet, to meet Stephanie. Stephanie. Yes, and they meet uh, a character called Princess, who seems who's annoying. Un- she's unhinged and annoying. Yes, she's. I mean, it, it, again, it, it feels like it's. Uh, it would work in a in a graphic novel, and it slightly doesn't translate. It's fairly irritating. Yeah, but anyway, yes, uh, the tower. Um. There's more stuff with Princess. She scares the horses away by accident. Uh, so they meet her and she's basically like very flamboyant, but she's she's gone mad because she hasn't right. seen any humans for yeah. a year or more. And Beta and been, has started hearing voices in his head. Right, yeah. Well, Alpha's voice specifically. Not just Alpha's voice. So um, in the next episode, well, actually we'll talk about that in the next episode, but there's okay. some really cool stuff where Walker's appear to speak to him but obviously not yeah. speaking to him yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> so, they, they, so they they meet princess and now they need princess because they they haven't got any horses yeah and then she's quite annoying about leading them <clears throat> in silly ways that, that they didn't need to go because she just wants to hang out with them more yes she wants to hang out with people and they discover <coughs> this and you know it's it's a bit annoying but anyway the point is that <coughs> their plan to meet stephanie at the appointed time That's is right. scuppered Yes, 
Indeed. Yeah, that's right. Um, but in this one, Aaron and Alden, who are hiding in the windmill at Hilltop. Well, everyone else is, is, is scarpered out of Hilltop. They're hiding they know, there. And they know Beta's coming. They can see Beta. That's pretty intense. Yeah. <laughs> because they're, they're basically completely exposed. Yeah. Um, but they are able to get on a walkie-talkie and say, there's a horde coming. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, but so so somehow I don't really know how, but the hilltop community realised that the the horde was going to come for them, so they've they've escaped. They're sheltering in a in a, an abandoned hospital, which is that is that not just the the place where Negan had his yes empire? Yes, it is. Yeah, it's the same place. What's it called? I can't remember. Oh, <sighs> hang, hang on, no, um, no. It's gone. It will come back. Yeah, it does have a name, yeah. doesn't it? Anyway, yeah, that yeah. place where where Negan's thing was. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and that was, was that the place where um, Daryl was kept captive for many episodes. I guess. I guess it was. Yeah. 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 I think so. Um. So at the end of that episode, Beta and the Horde head towards the hospital. The Saviors. The Saviors. The Saviors place. Yeah, that's right. Place. Yeah. 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 But they did have a name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, episode 16, A Certain Doom. <laughs> <clears throat> or is it? So the hospital is surrounded. Daryl and the other mm-hmm. survivors sneak through the horde because they're covered in goo. Yeah, because um, at any point in The Walking Dead, if you if if you painted yourself into a corner, <laughs> you can just cover yourself, cover yourself in goo. <laughs> goo. <laughs> Lydia is there as well, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. which is risky because obviously Beta knows what she looks like. Mm-hmm. Um, but they sneak through um, and they lead it away using a wagon and loud music which is uh, actually a song by Talking Heads called Burning Down the House mm-hmm. which is quite apt <laughs> um, but um, several whisperers make it into the hospital where Gabriel remains behind and also the whisperers destroy the um, the, the sound system oh they do so yeah they- so the horde turn back Towards the hospital. So yeah, the horde—they haven't managed to get rid of the horde. No, not completely. So then they have to just go into the crowd and take out the whisperers. Now that's so. This is very nicely done. Yeah, yeah. Um, but slightly dis- dissatisfying because, like, our heroes just basically win almost all the encounters. Yeah, yeah, they do. Yeah, uh, take out all. The I don't whisperers. know. Actually, no. One of them doesn't. One of them doesn't make it. Yeah, one dies at least. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but in this episode, Maggie returns. Ah, and I'd forgotten how great Maggie is, yeah. so it was very nice. Yeah. So um, Father Gabriel, Father, not the Father, um, he is basically <laughs> against overwhelming odds of Whisperers and the the Walkers, and then Maggie arrives and saves him. Well, yeah, he stays behind to, yeah. to hold them off, That's doesn't right. he? When everyone, yeah, yeah, so he's a heroic death, but then yeah. he doesn't die. Yeah. yeah. So Maggie arrives with a uh, a person in a mask, who wields, oh, yeah. um, I think, two machetes, which is quite cool. And haven't we seen that person earlier? I don't in, know. In one of the episodes, I thought we'd seen Oh, them, maybe but, we have seen them already. But yeah. I, I, but it wasn't really explained. Right. I think. Yes. Um, oh, and at the end of this episode, Eugene's group is surrounded by soldiers. Yeah, so there's suddenly soldiers who look like the... Um, the people out of Half Life. They do look like that, don't they? The the combine. The, the combine out of Half Life. Yeah. But yeah. 
so no great surprise that they walked into so they have a like trap. plastic armor. Yeah. I mean, how have they manufactured that armor in this world? Yeah, I mean, it, I have questions. So yeah, many questions about that armor. Yeah. And this whole plot <clears throat> and the I weapons. Could do without. Because basically, like, nobody has guns now. Yeah, there's no petrol. There's no fuel. So, how have they manufactured that? Have they three D printed it? If they have, where they got the resources <laughs> from? Where they so got- I did wonder. Is this the group that Rick is with? Because Rick is with some kind of high-tech group, as far as we know from what we've... So, possibly, yeah. I think that I think that's who, um, in the previous season... No, season eight, when Rick is written out. Is it season eight? Is it helicopter? They have a helicopter... Or is it nine? Is it halfway through nine that he gets written out? And no, then I reckon a time it's jump. earlier. It's, it's, a, long time it's season ago. eight, yeah. I think it must be season eight. And, I'm not sure. And the woman from the, um, the junkyard is talking yeah. to somebody on a radio and they're saying is it a what are they saying is it a one or is it a two isn't he uh, this guy on the yeah, radio is that like he's is that is, is he dead or alive or? maybe uh-huh. yeah i don't know and she says it, it's a two it's a two and uh it's those folks but are they the same folks or are they somebody else we don't know at this point yeah so i was just wondering just because these people are so ridiculously high tech maybe it's the same people yeah Rick it might with, be but, yeah, yeah. But like, to be honest, those people seemed quite well organised, and these people seem rubbish. Yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> they do. Yes. <laughs> oh, we must have run out of time for this episode. We have, yeah. So uh, we're now on um, chapter seventeen. Sorry, episode seventeen. Home sweet home. So Maggie, th- there's the big reveal that, like, basically, when Maggie left, Negan was public enemy number one. She and he had mercilessly killed her husband. Oh man! I mean, the thing with that episode where he kills Abraham, mm-hmm. um, because they'd they'd basically misdirected about, um, oh man, what's his name? I forgot his name as well. Maggie's um, partner, husband. Oh wow, Glenn. Glenn, yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd misdirected about him dying so much. Had they? And there's like, they were saying that only one person is going to get killed in the episode, and then Abraham gets killed, yeah. and then he kills Glenn as well. And it's just such a gut punch. I thought that was... Wasn't it that one got killed at the end of one season and one got killed at the beginning of the next season? Yeah, so he... Something like that. Yeah, we didn't know who it was, though. Right, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. assumed it would only be one person, but it ended up being two, okay, which okay. was tough. Uh, so Maggie is obviously she's been away since before Rick um, left the show. Right, she, she's sort of grieving for Glenn, was she? she yeah. Just so she's she been away for off. eight years. She hasn't seen any oh, of the she, stuff that Negan's did, done since. Then. She didn't she go off with the people who had um, technology yes. plans that they were sharing? That's right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah. She just wanted to be away. Well, the actress and, and left because she her. went to another show, which then got cancelled. So she came back. And to her, Negan is just the worst person in the world. Yeah, because she hasn't been this. through any of the stuff that the other people have been through. And then, yeah, we, we've we seen Negan, like, gardening and stuff like that. Yeah, so gardening, we... cleaning out drains, you know, yeah. killing people. <laughs> oh, no, that's just normal <laughs> Negan. <laughs> um, yeah, so... So she was she was going to be unhappy enough anyway. Yeah, that he was he was being treated like a member of the community, but he's also just led an army that totally destroyed Hilltop. her community. Yeah, that's right. Her Hilltop. community was Hilltop. Yeah, exactly. So she's yeah. unhappy. But in this episode, we meet a group of people uh, who appear to be um, 
human killers. So they find and kill other humans. And they're called the Reapers. So they meet one of these guys um, who seems very unpleasant. Indeed. (laughs) So unpleasant, in fact, that he kills himself with a grenade. Mm -hmm, Which is mm -hmm. quite nasty. Oh, and Carol tells Maggie that it was her that released Negan. That's right. And Maggie's pretty pretty upset about that. Yeah. Uh, So Maggie's got a lot going on there. So Maggie's still got Herschel, her son. Yes, he's still around. Yep. And they, they think he's lost, and then they find they him. They find him again, yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And then we now head into the um, the tacked-on episodes after this one. Oh, so was that, that's the end, is it? That and was the end of the season, two, and then they made... Five. That's five more. Five more during lock, during pandemic. Um, so these... So that so it, the, the kind of conclusion of the series... I have to get this straight in my head, yes. because I, it feels really wandering, this series. It does, yeah. The, yeah. the conclusion was... The Whisperers are destroyed, Hilltop's destroyed, Maggie is really not happy with Negan. Yeah. That's kind of the... And then they, re- the then they return to Alexandria and then the season ends. Mm-hmm. But they made five more. Um, and the first of those is called Find Me, uh, which is a Carol and Daryl episode and another actor as well. Um, and this had potential, mm-hmm. but didn't, just didn't do it for me at all. Yeah, so it's basically a flashback um, episode about Daryl and Leah. Yes. So when he was, so it's flashing back to when he was he disappeared because he was searching for Rick. That's for right. Years. Yeah. Um, and he met this person called Leah, who is like a like a female Daryl. Yeah, yeah. She's she's a loner. She's very capable of living by herself, but they kind of fancy each other a bit, and they have a bit of a romance. Um, and then they and they have lots of arguments. And stuff. Lots of arguments, and then and she disappears. But not. But it doesn't really change Daryl at all. You know. No. He's still a loner. Nothing changes. Nothing Darryl. changes Daryl. No. He's yeah. perfect as he is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a weird episode. This. I thought yeah. that it had I mean, potential. It, yeah. I just. I just didn't like. To me, like I've mentioned before, Walking Dead is about that plot driving forward. Hmm. So anytime you have a standalone episode yep. where like some there's some flashbacks nothing happens it's just like yeah you know I'm not I'm not I'm not finding out whether these people who are currently in peril are going to get get out of it because there's always at least two people who've been captured by someone or 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 the last shot you saw of them was them standing on top of a car with walkers coming from every direction or yeah. something like that yeah so kind of yeah kind of pointless this one um yeah. Let's move on to the next got, one. Always like Daryl and Carol. But yeah, yeah. It, I guess that's why they did an episode. But it, yeah. Yeah. So the next Not one is called uh, "One More," and this is Aaron and Gabriel on a supply run, uh, and they oh, meet. This is this is this is the one with the. Ball. So when you said when you said they're gonna do episode, they're gonna do a series of standalone episodes. No, did I say that? No, I said there's going to be oh. a spin-off show. Yeah, spin- sorry, a yeah. spin-off show that's going to be standalone episodes. Yeah, hopefully they this won't is, be like this one. This is why that's not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, it's not because this is a completely standalone episode. Yeah, where Aaron and Gabriel meet this bloke who's like really messed up and thinks that there's no redemption, and they, they Gabriel finally convinces him that there is redemption and humans can be saved. And actually, Gabriel just does that so that he drops his guard so he can kill him. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, and in this, in this episode, they introduce Robert Patrick, who was the T-1000 in Terminator <laughs> 2 Judgment Day. Um, they introduce him as a supporting character. And uh, I remember... I didn't realise. I remember messaging um, you to say, I'm watching this episode. Uh, and I messaged, and I said, oh, it's Robert Patrick. Oh, goodbye, Robert Patrick, because he, because he dies. <laughs> and then we find out he's got a twin brother up in the attic. So I said, oh, hello, Robert Patrick again. And goodbye, Robert oh, Patrick. That, was that him as well? Yes. So they basically they cast him twice in brother <laughs> roles, and then they kill him twice. I mean, what's the point? <laughs> the whole episode. It's pointless. It was stressful. I was really stressed. But it doesn't really when go I look back on it, why did I watch it? Exactly. Yeah. It's kind of pointless. Uh, the, re- the next one, though, is actually a bit more interesting. And there's more, yeah, it's more of the plot because they're. Yeah. So this is. Um, uh, this is Eugene, Princess, Yumiko, and Ezekiel, but they're not all in this episode. So I think it's only uh, Ezekiel and Princess. I there's a little bit of Eugene in this one. Yeah, I think, yeah. It's a bit and one yeah. of these um, soldiers with white. Uh, uh, plastic. White, white plastic armor. armor. Yeah, so yeah. he's in this as well. Um, this is actually. So they've been. This reminded me a little bit of um, a theatrical piece. In that, right, the set limited. is very bare yeah. and limited, and it's yeah. largely just princess going completely going bonkers nice. in a box car. Yeah, so they've been captured yeah. by these 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 plastic armored people. Princess is uh, really stressed um, by this, and she's obviously really losing it anyway. And then Ezekiel, she encounters Ezekiel, and they manage to overpower a guard. And it turns out Ezekiel was never there. Yes. She was just imagining That's him. actually quite effective, though. It's quite well done. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it works. But again, like, why are we here? What is this? Are these plastic armoured people? Are they going to be important? Yeah. If so, why does this feel like just a yeah. a weird standalone episode? You know, well, how is this progressing Ezekiel's plot? Yeah, that it he's doesn't. Die? It doesn't at all. No. Uh, yeah. It kind of progresses pr- well, Princess in a, in a way because you realise that she is quite unhinged. Yeah. Um, so I think yeah. what what is interesting about Walking Dead is just how many characters I'm now invested in. Mm. Like it must be up to nearly thirty if you look at the whole, oh, si- yeah. whole all the series. Such a huge ensemble cast now. There's so many characters who who you are fleshed out sufficiently that you care about them. Like Aaron, for example, who's never really had mates. Who's got a mace arm? How cool is that? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and he's gone through all kinds of character arcs, and he's just really minor, but he, he's sort of always but around. Wasn't Aaron, isn't Aaron the son of the leader of Alexandria who died? Wasn't he her oh, son? Maybe um, way back in way back in the day. Yeah, maybe. And he he actually starts out quite in opposition to Rick. But, oh, really? Yeah, yeah, really strongly. But slowly comes around to see that the the Rick way is the only way in this world. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. But now he's completely dependable, and and you never worry about him making the wrong. No, and it's actually interesting that there aren't many characters from Alexandria who've survived the show, but he's no probably the only one now. But they they were all a bit dull, weren't they? They all remind me of Riley out of Buffy. Yeah, or a soap opera. You know that, that the Walking Dead have suddenly wandered into a soap opera set, and there's all these very <laughs> beautiful people there. <laughs> and you think everyone, well, everyone is very beautiful. They're all going to die. Continues. <laughs> In this series. <laughs> so next episode is pretty poor. 
Um, yeah, so that's diverged. Yeah, diverged. Um, Daryl and Carol go their separate ways again. Carol returns to Alexandria with Dog. I like the fact that Daryl just calls it Dog. It doesn't give it yeah. a name. That's because that's because Leah called it Dog. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. So that episode does do something then. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. So yeah. So um, Carol, the, this this uh, this episode is Carol and Daryl have an argument and then sulk. I mean, that's that's like every episode, right? <laughs> and and most of the episode is following Carol having her spirit broken by the fact that she's trying to make some soup and she wants to catch a rat yes, to make soup. that's right. And she can't. She can't catch the rat. And she ends up getting cross and smashing up the wall to try and find the rat. Yeah. That's and right. it feels so... It's a different pace from Walking Dead. It's like even... It's deliberately so, you know, the music is quite calm and... And and the Daryl is kind of chilledly fixing his motorbike because it got broken. Yeah, it's more of a and character piece this than anything else, isn't it? It doesn't feel like Walking Dead. No, and no. It's not clear what it's there for. But Carol and Daryl get cross with each other, and at the end they kind of semi reconcile, or at least go back to their kind of uneasy. Yes. Love. Well, you know, Daryl grunts at Carol and then goes to his yeah. house. <laughs> He lets her keep the knife that he lent her because he's found another he's one. He's found another one that's better, yeah, so you can have that one. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. So that that one is the one that really felt like they've just made these episodes to fill up a whole season. But they didn't need to do that, really, because each each season is 16 episodes and they'd already done that. Oh, really? Yeah. So they've made five more for this episode for this season. I thought, oh, I thought that most of them were like 24 or something. Okay. No. So... So what were they doing? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, but anyway, final episode. Episode uh-huh. 22. We've been keeping to our three minutes. Then. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well done us. Um, final episode. Here's Negan. Here's Negan. Yeah. So this is massive flashback of Negan's backstory. Yeah, but this is... Um, I thought we were going to be... When I originally heard about this, I thought it would be pre outbreak but it's during the outbreak this yeah, isn't it yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so so how, how does it start off i'm just reading here so yeah oh yeah carol carol decides that in order to keep negan from being killed by maggie he sent negan it to has leah's to, cabin yeah has to stay in this cabin that, that, that they yeah. found, which is leah's cabin and then he starts having his flashbacks now the the woman who plays his wife in this um episode is actually jeffrey d morgan's wife ah yeah yeah and she's called the character is called Lucille. That's right. And that is what he named his baseball bat. Um, baseball bat with spikes. Yeah, in. And Lucille. Well, I so can tell this... you something. Lucille's hungry. That sounds a bit. <laughs> this... um, that sounds a bit uh, Jack Nicholson there. But <laughs> <laughs> they really unpack that in this. Yeah, they right? do. Because yeah. yeah. He, we see him, um, like forming that relationship with that, with that baseball bat. Yeah, quite late on in the in the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And then we see him kind of leaving it behind. So yeah, basically, his wife's got cancer. Is everything's already started? It's already post-apocalypse. Yep. But yep. she's got cancer. And There's he's no trying medication to, available. Yeah, he's trying to continue her chemotherapy. Yeah. In the zombie apocalypse. That's right. Yeah, he can't. F- he's, he's struggling to find meds to give her. He's 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 fairly successful, but then the freezer goes wrong, yep. and they lose they lose the chemo stuff that they've got. 
So he goes and tries to steal some from some travelling medics who've been going around helping people. They just give it to and him, don't they? It, yeah, well, he, he tries to steal it. They overpower him in a very non-Negan yeah. way, yeah. which I thought was very effective. You know, he, he became Negan through experiences like this. That's right. So he wasn't Negan at that point. Yeah. Um, but they give it to him because, you know, they're good guys. Um, but he he gets he then betrays them because he's, he only cares about his wife and he gets captured by some baddies, so he betrays these doctors. Yeah, he gets captured by a biker gang who are quite nasty. Um, he gives he gives them up because all he cares about is going home to see Lucille. He gets home and Lucille has taken the easy way out, um, which she actually begged him not to go. She, she leaves a note on the door saying, don't leave me this way. Oh, well, that's because, yeah, presumably she's turned into she's a turned walker. She's turned into a walker, yeah. yeah he, he has to finish her off. Yeah. But um, she never wanted him to go off and try and find no. more drugs. No, he wanted, she just wanted to stay that's right. and die with him. Yeah. So it's utterly tragic. So he then, again, shows his his um, sort of good side because he goes back and punishes the bikers yep. um, and tries to save the... Um, the doctors. I'm not sure whether does, does any of them. Do any of yeah, them one of the doctors survives, and I think I think the young woman who knocked him out also survives. The one who gives him right, the baseball right. bat, actually. Right. right yeah. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. So now he's got the baseball bat, and we flash back to the present, and he's it, it got buried where there was that encounter with Rick. That's right. He goes and digs it up. Yeah. He digs it up, and it's broken. Or does he break it now? No, he kills a walker right. with it, and then it cracks. It breaks. It breaks. Yeah. And he goes and burns it, and he's, he's kind of saying, "This is it. the The old Negan is done. Is is done. Yeah. And 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 I'm 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 getting back to the original Lucille, uh, and stop committing my life to this fake baseball bat. Lucille. In fact, he has a conversation with himself, where mm. old mm, Negan yeah. is taunting him. Yeah, that's good. I like. That. And he turns to him and says, "You're a cult of personality without a cult." <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> but uh, yeah. Uh, so I really enjoyed Negan as a nice guy. Yeah, reflective, um, nice guy. Yeah, I like. I, I I found Negan as a horrible, horrible person, um, pretty annoying. And one note but as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. But now he's a nice guy. I I really enjoyed that. So even though this episode is again a random one tacked on the end with no plot happening, a lot happens as a standalone it? episode. <clears throat> I really liked it, and it sets up presumably. For next season, where yeah. Negan and Maggie are going to be at odds, so you know it does have some relevance. So, I have an issue with this episode. Yes, and you have an issue with Negan, is that? Or, I have an or, issue with no, Negan he's... in general. Right. Um, so, my issue with this is is that you know we see Negan's past life where he's caring for his wife, and you know he's not a nice man at this point. He's been no. he's been unfaithful to her, um, yeah. but he does ditch his girlfriend and. Look after her full time after that, you know. And but she, the, this, he's driven by guilt. Or, yes, you know, the, he is. This whole nasty Negan that he became—it's all driven by this guilt about. So my issue with failure. it is, is that when he finally gets the baseball bat, mm-hmm. and he deals with the, with the bikers, mm-hmm. he becomes Negan too quickly. Okay, so he's, he's suddenly he's suddenly gone from being you know, nice, guilt-driven Negan to. Well, hey, I'm just gonna do this to you, Negan. And to me, it right. didn't seem like he earned that at that point. Um, I think yeah. I think you're right. Um, and I and I, what I wanted to see there was rage, and I didn't get it. 
right, what right, I got right. was yeah. a smart mouth um, pretending to be a psychopath kind of thing. Because Negan isn't a psychopath. Yeah. He's not. He's just calculating. He's calculating, yeah. Uh, and he also has that. So that's my that's issue with that episode. Career. But I did like the end where he burns the bat in the fire. I thought that was really, yeah. you know, it's like so much with The Walking Dead. It's a bit heavy-handed, metaphorically. Yeah. <laughs> but <Yeah>. it works. <laughs> but yeah, the talking to his former self, I, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. I, what I will say to you about the, the transformation is, uh, just like they say in mobile phone adverts, some sequences shortened. Right, yes. So yes, yes, we can take that that's, that experience and that guilt transformed him into the Negan that we know, but I agree it was way too sudden. And yeah, if we'd seen the rage, then we would have needed another episode for him to become yeah, we would. Yeah. smug or something. We would so, need that, you know, yeah. That's probably why, but yeah, I agree. And we can see there why he seems fearless, because he's basically lost everything. Yes, yes, and the guilt. And the guilt is, is just there all the time. And all the characters who are alive in Walking Dead at this point have an almost un- indomitable will to survive. Yeah. Otherwise, they would have just given up. So it's taken as read. Anyone who's still alive at this point has the will to survive. Yes, and has done some questionable things to get there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's got the will to survive as well. Yeah. Uh, very, very strong in him. Yeah. Despite all that all the, he's lost. So tell me what you think of this series as a whole. As a whole... Uh, including the extra six episodes, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty strong. It mm-hmm. meanders a bit, um, I, yeah. but I think it's my favourite since the one in the prison, which is one of my favourite seasons. Oh wow! Oh, wow. Uh, because I think you know the, the trip to Termin- the terminus season was kind of a bit of anticlimax when they finally got there, um, mm-hmm. and then the the season with Alexandria with like the soap opera actors was kind of irritating and very slow moving <laughs> right, right, um, right. Uh, and then the saviors arrive and then and then Negan is around then and as I said you know I find Negan irritating on one note until he yeah. doesn't become irritating on one note until he becomes interesting um, yeah. so I thought this was pretty strong right right, right. Yeah. that's interesting yeah. yeah so I thought I thought the saviors I was just trudging through yeah that they stuff. are very trudgy those episodes and, yeah. and th- there's a big war and it's just uh um, but I I loved the the scene the scene that they keep coming back to in the credits of where Rick and where Rick kills Negan but he's not actually dead so yeah know, some of the the, <clears throat> the conclusion of that is cool but um so yeah this epi- this series I I I spoke to my wife at one point during it saying oh I'm watching the new Walking Dead and I just said I'm just loving it it's just yeah it's still it Absolutely still is loved it, yeah. The Walking Dead which when looking back on this series I think it's really meandering like it like it really doesn't it doesn't know what what's happening so I in retrospect I have criticisms but yeah I really enjoyed it at the time so the way I f- <clears throat> so yeah a bit more info there is I think it starts really strongly but then mm-hmm. it meanders mm-hmm. a bit and then he gets his mojo I, back, and then the extra six episodes are kind of apart from, the, <coughs> excuse me, apart from the Negan one, which is pretty strong. The mm-hmm, other five mm-hmm. episodes are kind of pointless. Right, and they, I think uh, there's a funny thing with the Whisperers because I agree that Alpha is great, but I I was really, I'm really glad the Whisperers are done with. Yeah, I think maybe yeah. just because I find them too unsettling, not because they're necessarily bad. Um, in uh, you know, yeah. bad from a drama point of view, but I'm just glad to see the back of them. I'm glad to see the back of them, and also, I think that as a group of people, they are they're a dead end. 
in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah, yeah. Because they don't yeah. have a home. They don't have. They don't live anywhere. Um, yeah. All it takes is for a group of people to be fairly organised, and they're done basically. Right. Yeah. I think intellect. They're an intellectually interesting idea. Yeah. Like, would would people become um, like the Walkers? You know, I thought that was a really clever idea. Yeah, it is. But yeah, yeah. as characters, even Alpha didn't. There wasn't much going on. She's just, she's a great actor, but the character not mm. much there. No. No. And and the rest of it. I mean, the the Alpha Beta backstory was fun because there was a bit more to it. Yeah. 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 So yeah, I think it's been a strong series, and I'm really looking forward to series eleven. Which is going to wrap everything up. So if they actually wrap things up, that would be weird because I'm now so used to it just being a ma- another massive cliffhanger at the end of every series. So I wonder whether at the end of series eleven they they will find a vaccine for the virus. What? I mean, they've got to do something, haven't they? Or all the characters going to die? The I mean, thing is, if any of the major cast who've been in it since episode season one, rather. If mm-hmm. any of those folks are still alive at the end of season 11, then they're going to come back, aren't they, in some way? <laughs> or, or, or Actually, we know that Daryl and Carol are getting their spin-off series oh, where they get grumpy right. with each other and then <clears throat> make yeah, up and then every week. Up, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Daryl grunts and Carol talks a lot. I, f- I fear that the Carol and Daryl spin-off won't be very good. That would be Yeah, sad. I fear that as well. But yeah. they do say that... Uh, they keep dropping hints about how it's going to be very different to the main show, so right, right, um, right. we'll see. Well, that's better than it just being trying to be the same and not. Yeah, so, I don't think yeah. they could do that. They can't sustain that. Um, no. The odd couple um, <laughs> dynamic that they have. <laughs> For 16 episodes. So, speaking of final series yes. that are anticipated... I'm very much looking forward to Brooklyn Nine-Nine yes. final series. Yes, yeah, me too. Which they apparently completely rewrote in the light of the Black Lives Matter. That's right. They movement. trashed the entire thing and rewrote that, rewrote it all. So I'm, yeah. I'm incredibly interested in, in what they did instead yep. and how they're going to tackle that. Yeah. yeah. Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nine-Nine is terrific. Yeah, I really like it. Yeah. I mean, I've watched the, uh, I think, a compilation of all the cold opens from that show and they're... It's just amazing. <laughs> the I, like for amount of time I'm laughing in a TV yeah, program. Yeah. Like proportion of the time that I'm physically laughing, I don't think you can beat Brooklyn Nine Nine. No, absolutely. Uh, I, I think the the final season of the Big Bang Big Bang Theory is very strong for right, a show I've that went on for like thirteen Theory. seasons. Um, right. The final season is very good. Uh, but that's I've that's never a show. Watched that, any of it? It's good. I mean, it, it's it. good, but it meand. That's a show that meanders a lot <laughs> <laughs> over thirteen seasons. Yeah, but as a, a sitcom, can a bit more. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but it, it helped me to when I was thinking about Walking Dead and thinking, um, how do they have all these characters and stuff like that? Mm. It and how does it go on so long? And it it like what we said about it very early on, which was that it's a soap opera. Yeah, has just turned out to be absolutely true. It is it's a soap, just, yeah. It's a soap opera for someone like me who always, uh, you know, I was always attracted in soap operas by the characters and the um, the kind of disasters that are constantly happening and stuff. But but fundamentally, it's too sort of boring and mundane. Yeah. So if you just add in like loads of gore and terror, <laughs> then a soap opera like totally works. Yeah, for me. it does. Yeah, so long as there's enough adrenaline every single episode. Um, yeah, I'm happy. it really does work. So I think um, for me, Walking Dead season ten is 
Uh, one and a half thumbs up from me. <laughs> yeah, half a thumb up I for would, the final episodes. I I would say it's remarkable how entertaining it was ten seasons yeah, in. It really is. How quali- and I the quality would, of the of the storytelling and the, the VFX has got better. Mm-hmm. I think the VFX right. have definitely got better. Right, right, right. But I would say they better do something more less directionless in the final yeah, season. Yeah, they've got to, they've got to be, be propulsive, haven't they, for final season. Yeah. yeah. So they've got um, two this was, fi- this was filler. They've got two storylines, I think, final season. They've got this the organization with the um home Plastic the armor. homemade armor. <laughs> and they've got the Reapers storyline as well. So you've got okay. two lots of okay. atta- antagonists, but they've split the group in half basically. So you've got Eugene, Ezekiel, right. Uh, princess and the other one <laughs> I can't remember the name of yeah. uh, I'm not really interested in Yumiko um, and then the yeah. other half you've got Maggie, Negan, Carol, Daryl right. presumably those are, those Aaron, are the good ones. Gabriel yeah the ones we care about yeah yeah, that's weird that they'd split it into the ones you don't care about and the ones you do yeah but, but I, I like Ezekiel I think he's way cool yeah 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 I, I like Ezekiel but um, I've never I've never got that attached to him I'm just sad he doesn't have his um, his tiger anymore <laughs> and he's split off from Jerry. Is Jerry dead? Or? Yeah. Oh no, Jerry's still alive. Yeah, Jerry's so still if alive. If Jerry's with Ezekiel, I think that it works much better. Yeah. So maybe Jerry will join. Yeah. Him. Um, I'm trying to think now. The Kingdom is where Ezekiel. Yeah. That's, yeah that yeah, was yeah. their place, wasn't it? And that's there's that's a wonderful gone. scene. Yeah. Where yeah, there's a wonderful scene where Ezekiel and Jerry face face a great army of um, walkers. Mm. And they manage to get through it, and it's like it's it's their kind of brotherhood, yes, and friendship that gets them through. Yeah, it. yeah, love it. Yeah, they're great. So there we go. We just we just dissected <laughs> an entire season, <laughs> and that was really really uh, interesting to do that. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot, isn't it? There's a lot in a season. Like uh, this is why I need to watch again. So I when I w- did this watch through of Walking Dead, I started off with seasons one to six, right. which I had I got on DVD, right. and I rewatched them. So then I was like, I really understood what was going on when I then went on f- from seven onwards, and I've only seen them once, I think. So yes, really, I need to rewatch seven thing. to ten. Yeah. Oh yeah, or start again. Or start again. again. Was it still on Star? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Anything to plug? Anything interesting? No, I, I think we've gone on long. I think we have. We yeah, shouldn't. we're not going to talk about the. Oh yeah, I've been walking, watching The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, I've been watching Walking Dead. Yeah, um, been watching Brooklyn Nine Nine. Been watching Community. I've been watching classic movies with my son, who's who's oh, yeah. my eldest son, who is fi- actually the same age as your eldest son. He's fifteen. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you a good thing we watched as well. Okay, said so this. we watched um, Aliens, which is which was reclassified oh. in two thousand four as a fifteen. Wow. So. Um, he loved it. I love watching that again. It's just so oh, good. So good. Uh, the Matrix. Yeah. Uh, which we watched that with with him. Which he yeah, with loved my absolutely. Oh, so good. Ate it up. It's just yeah. We're just talking about it for ages afterwards about <laughs> the way that it's influential on everything that's right, got right, right, wire right. work in and everything that's got that right. kind of aesthetic to it. Yeah. Um, yeah. He loved that. Uh, what else did we watch? Oh, we watched some horror movies as well because he likes horror. Uh, we watched mm-hmm. um, both the Conjuring movies, which he thought right. were pretty scary. <laughs> it was quite mm-hmm. intense. Right. So right. I'm thinking I might wait a while before I show him Hereditary, which I think will really put the fear of 
yeah. something into him because <laughs> um, that's quite a disturbing film right I don't yeah. think I've seen that either it's very good but it's very it's quite mm-hmm. disturbing I mean it's not it's not a horror masterpiece by any means but Hereditary has a great deal of power to it and has a couple of scenes in it that I just can't get out of my head because right, they're right, so right. messed up so my friend mentioned to me the, is it called The Quiet no what is it The Quiet oh, Place oh that's good The Quiet Place is great so that's the one that you said was really yeah, good yeah really good so that's convinced me the way the way my friend described it reminded me that that's on my list I need to watch The Quiet Place is, a, is an example of high concept filmmaking done really well yeah and and she said The Quiet Place 2 is coming out that's, that's, yes that's so already that's been and gone at the cinema excited. but presumably will be out right, 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 soon yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, that yeah, yeah, we were talking about the cinema. The reason we were talking about the cinema was that I took my my kids to see Free Guy. Oh, I've heard that's pretty good. Which is about um, someone who realizes they're a computer game character. Yeah, an NPG, a non-player NPC. NPC, sorry, yeah, NPG, non-player character. Yeah. yeah. Um, As in Helsinki, it, Sweden. It was. <laughs> that's a die-hard quote. Mm-hmm. Oh. Somebody gets something <laughs> wrong. Get It's surprisingly good. It's it's not going to blow your mind away with how complex it is, but it's really quite entertaining. Okay. Yeah. And and I liked it. It really reminded me of Truman Show. Yeah, I've heard it's a bit Truman Showy. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I like Sean Levy who directed it. I like the stuff that he does. He does good. Um. You know, good movies. I like his stuff. We had a nice chat on the way home about how. If we'd made it, we would have made all these stuff that happens in the computer game completely realistic. Right. We would have like researched what happens when you unplug a server of a multiplayer game, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. then like like reproduce the glitches that came came up in a more realistic way. But it's very movie style, obviously. But wouldn't it be cool to do it, do something like I'll that? But, one of the things yeah. about it that I noticed was, um, it was surprisingly. I think as the general public becomes much more computer aware, yeah. movies become much more plausible. Like still completely implausible in some ways, but the the computery stuff in movies becomes much less irritating right, because it's, than it did it's more, decades it's more ago. Plausible. Because people the, the public understands how these things work. Yeah. So yeah. so it's not quite as silly as something like Tron. Because you can't get away with it anymore. Yeah. yeah. You've got to make it plausible. Just yeah. briefly, though, what, what I did go and see when we were on holiday with my eldest son again, we went to see M. Night Shyamalan's Old. Oh, right. Which is, is that new? Uh, yeah, it's brand new. Ironically. Ironically new, yeah. <laughs> um, it's, it's, it seems to have polarised opinion. Um, okay. Which is a shame, because I thought that he was kind of over that kind of polarising opinion right. thing. Uh, but <laughs> I really enjoyed it. We both really enjoyed it. It's, again, a high-concept right. movie about... A group of people who go to a, a tropical island where they're met and they're, you know, and, and the, uh, the, the hotel owner says, would you like to go to this beach that nobody else knows about? Um, and then they get there and <laughs> inexplicably, everybody starts aging really fast. Oh. That's the plot, basically. Oh. So it just runs with that. And um, it's shocking and uh funny and you know it's basically a what if what would you do if everybody was aging every i think it's like every half an hour they age like 10 years or something well no it's not that fast no it's not that fast it's like if they're there for a day then uh the the children basically age into adults right yeah um good cast 
Yeah, strong cast. I really enjoyed it. As long as you don't think about it too much. Right. It's fun. <laughs> but if you try and analyse it too much, then I think maybe the folks who don't like it have tried to analyse it too much rather than just enjoying right. it for what it is, which is a piece of right. entertainment. Right. <laughs> I often struggle with him to to understand what what the point was because it because it's high concept you feel like there must be a point but i feel find it difficult to put my finger on yeah what he was trying to that's do. fair yeah i mean um yeah that's probably this the same with this movie to be honest right. yeah in that there isn't really much of a point to it but it is entertaining right <laughs> yeah cool well we've gone on we have long enough for anyone let's go now thank you very much this has been so, fun Thanks for listening. Thanks, Andy. Thank you, Andy. Bye.